0: All right, it's, it's official, we are recording right now. These are the stories behind the Stories and Scars album by Anna Widgen.
1: Hey, it's Anna. Welcome to episode nine of the Tell Me Something True podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewed by my friend Kyle, whose name you have already heard quite a bit because he's one of the musicians who plays on this album. This interview had the most technical difficulties of all of the interviews I've done, and you'll notice a distinct difference halfway through when I change microphone, location, and recording software in an attempt to get the connection to hold. Now that you've been properly warned, let's get started.
0: Is this song a story told from someone else's perspective or is this a personal scar? It could be a story
1: from my perspective.
0: Or a story about someone else's life, but from... So you're assuming,
1: like, that if it's personal, it's a scar, and if it's not personal, it's a story? Yes. Interesting.
0: (laughs) Yes. Nobody else...
1: (laughs) No, I mean, that's fine. Nobody else kind of framed it that way. Okay. Okay. So that's that's new, which is why that's one thing that's cool about having lots of different interviewers. Um, It is, in this case, it is about me, kind of. I mean, it is, whatever. And uh, I would call it a scar. Okay. So... That other thing that I said is not actually relevant in this particular case.
2: <laughs>
0: right.
1: <laughs> I think I do have personal stories that are not scars on the album, but this one's a so, scar
0: anyway. Which is interesting because it starts off with "I'll cover you." Mm-hmm. So if it's a scar, I mean, I would be led to him. I would be led to assume. That if it is a scar, it was something that you that happened to you, and then you're doing this in retaliation of that. Well, maybe retaliation isn't the right word, but in response to that scar, you're doing this for someone else.
1: I feel like I'm. I'm gonna to totally answer your question. Also, I feel like you are. You like I just get the impression that you might be trying to like do mental gymnastics to not call me crazy.
0: Um, I am trying to <laughs> rephrase the question to encourage conversation
1: um okay so you are trying to figure out how it's a scar for me but it's about you and not you kyle but you whoever the you is in yes the song. okay um
0: yeah much more elegantly spoken <laughs>
1: wow um it, so i guess this, i'll just launch into a whole story about how this came about i think that's the best way to explain this so um i was in morocco and I was in the same place where I was when I wrote Accept One. And uh, in the Accept One interview, I mentioned how those are, like, some of the most true things I ever wrote in a song that I then shared with lots of people was, like, the uh, I can't breathe and I can't sleep situation. Like, I, yeah, I was struggling, feeling claustrophobic and literally not sleeping at night. Um, and so <laughs> in that space, um, I one night was on my little, I had a roof. The call dropped here, but I told him that I went out onto my balcony and started playing and singing what would become the earliest version of this song. This one says like, I'll cover you, I'll carry you, I'll sing to you and I'll hold you. Um, But the first version I wrote said, cover me, sing to me, hold me, carry me, whatever. Um, But then, It made me feel more sad, just like wanting for some kind of comfort that was not actually available to me. So I turned it around and did this I'll cover you kind of thing. And then it made me feel like, yeah, if I could make a song about giving the things that I needed, then maybe it would be a better song. But it was still kind of for me. And then I just listened to it like me singing to myself to try to get to sleep or something. And so that's kind of why
0: it's a That no, sound crazy, but I totally understand it. <laughs> really? Yes.
1: That's good. Okay. Thank you. you
0: I've, talk about made, I've kind of made a song like that.
1: Is it a lullaby? No. <laughs> <laughs> Even with all that I'm learning about you, I didn't quite expect that.
0: But it was like, because... I've made a song that was kind of where, like, it was just where I was at, mm-hmm. but it was needed so that way I can just get through it to be fake. Yeah.
1: Fit. Weird. So. Okay.
2: Cool. So
0: I totally understand that, listening back to it and saying, like, this is where I was, but now I can take this, and I'm in a better spot now because I've grown through that.
1: hmm Well, like, a lot of songs on, on this album are kind of that way. They're kind of, like, place markers. Um, And my understanding of, like, my relationship with them has changed as I've changed, you know? Um, And this one, I think... With the
0: songs, right? Hmm? You said relationships with the songs have changed?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, at first, like, it might hurt me to say it or to sing it, and now I just, it's like a memory that, you know, it doesn't bring back... I don't feel quite so hopeless or something, but I remember, or whatever. But it for this one... It doesn't the same way. Yeah. And this one, like, it never hurt me. Like, the first version, the cover me, that was, like, it was really pitiful. I think I'm, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to include any of that, like, a little clip of it on the podcast mm-hmm. or not. But um, by the time I turned it into this, it already was, like, empowering to me and it let me think about other people like if I need this I must not be the only one and I could already like pretty quickly turn it around and like I said it's my parents and like my mom and my brother like listen to it at night and stuff like that and so that when I ever after performed it I did I was like I know that this is a thing that people need like a a feeling that people have because I've had it but I wasn't always like a call for help like I just need a hug kind of thing like it was on the first night so
0: which that makes it kind of cool because then you're more willing to share it too because you're not gonna because you're gonna be a lot more willing to share something that you know will be an encouragement to someone else as compared to some I'll I'll put a cheesily like some sappy song like this is me this is me emotional yeah, and like I'm this is just cry. Look all at my me. vulnerability. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: it's got yeah nothing for anybody else. It's just me being broken. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We experienced technical difficulties, and Kyle asked why I assigned this song to him. One of the reasons I signed the song to you is because I signed the guitar to you. Or, you're the only musician from the album who's doing an interview. And this is the only song where it's just us. Okay. Um, so I figured this would be the one. But also... Sorry.
0: Why did you assign this song to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I gave it to you for guitar because of logistics, honestly. Um, because I wanted it... Because we were doing it with in the last two studio sessions. And I wanted it to be done in the first of the two, which at first I thought was a day that Steve was going to be there, but then it turned out not to be. And so just in order to make sure to get everything done um, and make, you know, Steve be playing, like the, like, the songs that he'd already played before, then logistically it made sense to front load the your day, so I gave it to you. But then <laughs> what happened to it with you uh, turned out to be also uh interesting
0: so could we expand on that
1: um
2: <laughs>
1: how good are your mind reading skills right now maybe uh, i well, can try
0: podcast, i'm not gonna read your mind <laughs> i do want I you to, to say with... it. <laughs> uh
1: you might um yeah that's true that's true i mean but you could yeah well okay um this is the same day that we did that you did like text me back and those other ones. Right. Yeah. Okay. My, cause like my brain is completely fuzzy. Like they're running together now. So, uh, I did not know. <laughs> okay. Um, I did not know what to expect from you, but I just felt like it was a good idea to have you play guitar. Um, and this is, like, a recurring theme in my life, I guess, like, with the travel and stuff. I'm always, like, I had no idea what that would be like, but I just was, like, what could go wrong? And then I did it, and then this is what happened.
0: So... You picked me because I was a second choice, necessarily, but that I was... Not, a bit-
1: yeah, well, at that point, I didn't... Because this song hadn't been recorded yet, so I didn't have it was like a blank canvas kind of and so yeah I just made it like a decision like logistically what would make the most sense for what to record but then um, what happened was that you kind of I feel like you kind of transformed it with your energy
0: makes sense (laughs) which transformed it from something you originally thought it would be or
1: from what it was to what it is okay in a way that i did not anticipate but i was like cool with otherwise i would have told you (laughs) (laughs)
2: because
1: i definitely did plenty of like don't do that like stop but this, I'm like, oh, okay, like this is what we're doing.
0: Okay, <laughs> the drums, too much drums, Stop. yes,
1: less, less the <laughs> other thing. And you're like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, well, that's all I have to say.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but this one, yeah, I mean, I, I, okay, yeah. so. I'm, I'm gonna kind of transition away from why I did. That's why I picked it for you, just because like logistically speaking, that's why you got the song. But then with the song, it seemed to like just it, unexpected and interesting things happened, which made me want to talk to you about this one, um, even though you, you have your hands in like eight of them. Um, <laughs> so I felt like, well, how did you feel? Uh, do you remember?
0: I, I yeah, I because oh, I listened to the remix yeah. again this morning. Um, I remembered feeling like there was a groove, like it was basically like we found a groove that we got into, yeah. Um, and I enjoyed I enjoyed being able to um, articulate the emotions, I guess, through the guitar. Um. I also, listened to the original version, though, that you just gave me access to this morning, too. And I definitely see how it was like, it was a very different type of song.
1: Yep. And you hadn't heard that before. No, I haven't. Because even, so this is interesting, like when I first played it, that's like what it was. But then, when Steve and I went over some of these things, he was like, "This should be a full, a full band song," which I didn't quite understand. But he had this vision for it, and so what you heard was what's like kind of like Steve's interpretation of it, and then you kind of interpreted that, I think.
0: Which is funny because like the, ver- the original version I heard, I thought it was even more simplistic than what we had. <laughs> it was although I definitely had like more of the lullaby ambience, so call it, compared to what I had, which I don't know how you worded it, but it was more like more driven, I guess. Okay. That's how I would label it. I don't know if you agree.
1: Yes, definitely more driven. Um, One thing that I I say from time to time and I feel is that um, for me, sometimes singing feels like flying. I can see that. Have you felt that? No. (laughs) That's so sad.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) I have not felt like flying when I was singing.
1: Well maybe you should like flail your arms around more or something.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's it, maybe I don't sing enough to my hands.
1: The call dropped again and I don't think I ever actually finished this thought but what I meant to say was that sometimes for me singing feels like flying and I got to a point at the end of the last verse where I was starting to feel that way. Now we're about to transition into the part of the interview that takes place in a different setting and you're gonna notice a lot more background noise it's in a coffee shop on my side Um, also as an interesting aside you'll hear somewhat distinctly the voice of a male practicing Spanish and that person I did not know while I was doing this recording, but apparently he was listening, and I met him just a few days later um, at a different coffee shop, and he introduced himself as the guy who was listening to your recording. So that was fun. Anyway, brace yourselves, we're going back in.
0: Um, Could you go into the line, take my hand, and squeeze it until you break it? Okay.
1: So I remember definitely in recording day, you were like, why did you put this, and what does it mean? Um, and I definitely don't want to promote the idea that, like, true love equals physical or emotional pain, um, even though some of the songs might seem to suggest that, but, um, I specifically was referencing in this point, uh, stories that I'd heard about, um, married couples who like where the wife would like squeeze her husband's hand very hard during childbirth and um, in some cases maybe um, bend a wedding ring or something like that I don't know about anybody's hand actually being broken but definitely there's a little bit of pain involved and I, I like the imagery of like being there in a moment that was that intense um, and not being like, all right, let go. I know you're in pain, but, like, my hand hurts kind of thing.
0: So kind of like a self-sacrificial type of being there, I don't know, or, like, a love that way?
1: Yeah, I'm, like, I'm right. sneering right now as you say that because um, you're not wrong, but,
0: What uh, I mean, it's not, yeah, because it's not, like, It's not like you'll just randomly go out of your way and be like, I'll die for you or I'll be hurt for you. You don't... Normally, people don't go too straight saying that. Right. Or straight to saying that. But... I do understand what the imagery you're going for. Okay.
1: That's good. (laughs) Um, And I guess... But another thing is like some people I maybe are more have that like Superman, superhero, like I'll take one for the team kind of thing. And I'm not necessarily That's that not what person this is. well I'm not that person necessarily um, and so like I like to avoid pain when I can and so I think yeah the saying like in the right moment I would not always be running away <laughs> you know what I mean like there are moments to like stick it out with a person yeah. and be there for them um, especially for the person who's always like all right see you when you feel better <laughs> <laughs> but, the
0: focus is, but the focus is never on being the hero. It's more on whoever you're there for. Yeah. Like, thinking about yourself just doesn't exist in that context.
1: From here, we transitioned into talking about some changes that the song has undergone, and that's where we're going to jump back in. Um, and so, yeah, but the whole thing just turned out to be, like, more f- forward-facing and, like, I don't know, strong I guess, I, even than I knew I could be, like I didn't know that I could sing the way that I did with like fierceness (laughs) and some of these like that was never the plan but that happened and so like this one too like mid-song I'm like what is even happening like I I don't understand how this is happening but I'm gonna go with it um yeah so this song is like representative of the album in that way and like when I told you on that day of recording, like, I'm glad I gave you the song. That's why. Gotcha.
0: That's actually interesting. Because I felt like,
1: yeah, I didn't, this is not what I planned, but this is exactly
0: what should be happening. Would you say, since this question kind of aligns with it, would you say Mm -hmm. that was your favorite moment of the song? Was right then and there, or? or is there like a more favorite moment like how the, some of the verses lined up or like the imagery they're bringing across
2: um,
1: I like the lyrics um, sometimes all your best plans fall apart sometimes you're walking with a broken heart uh, and I think part of it
0: is like
1: what I've just been saying, like the idea that you can, this can be like a um, poor me kind of moment or like a, these things happen and you move through them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, so you're injured, like, keep it, keep it moving though, like, that's okay. Like, that's just, this, this happens. Sure, you're but, bleeding out right like, now, but, musically, we, but you need to get to a spot to stop the feeling. You can't just bleed out and die. <laughs> right which is also Come On, the song, by the way. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, we, we, have to, we have to get to a different place. You can't just sit here in this. Um, and then, okay, so let me see.
2: Time's like this is my heart. The sky is filled with rain, but don't you think that nobody out there is? Been- okay, whatever, hang on, hang on. Thank
1: you, God. Okay, so I like those moments for, like, those lyrical moments. But in the actual doing of the song, obviously the part like with the climax and the throwing, well, okay. For me, it's like an I'm like it's like bungee jumping, not like jumping off a cliff to die, but just like throwing yourself out there or myself out there um, into a climax moment. I like dramatic climaxes, and I don't do them that much because my playing style is not that way. Right. That's what my style is. yours kind of <laughs> is, that's where you come in. And so like that, for example, I know you're like, this is a cool moment, I'm going to do tricks. Which I didn't tell you to do, you just like did. Um, but that was cool. That was, that was definitely like one of my favorite moments in studio, um, on the whole thing. Was like, I think we understand each other. And even Jim was just like, alright, looks like you guys are like doing a thing. I'm Is just Because this, this was one of the ones
0: where we were going and then like we hit the chorus somewhere and we kind of lost track of where the, uh, the uh, metronome was because we couldn't hear it. Is that the song? Yeah. We got lost together. Well, like we, we were so rock on that we point. were afraid that we weren't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and also, we didn't have sheet music for this one, or we didn't have music. I didn't have lyrics, and I just wrote random notes on a piece of paper for you, if you recall. I don't think he did recall, but that was the situation. I had chord charts and lyrics for all of the songs except that one. And so I hastily scribbled the first word of each line for myself and wrote some chords on a sheet for him. And then we had to figure out what was going on. And it was nerve-wracking, but we made it. And that's the end of this interview. On to the song. Thanks again for listening.
2: I'll cover you Beneath the moon and all the stars I'll carry you Keep you close to my heart I'll sing to you Pray that all will be alright If you fight, I'll hold you till the morning light Sometimes The way is far too long Sometimes You find you can't be strong Sometimes your resolve is at an end, but you're exactly at the point where the healing will begin. Sometimes it seems that all you do is fail, sometimes the right does not prevail, sometimes. The world just drags you down. You want to shout, you want to rage, but you cannot make a sound. I'll cover you. Beneath the moon and all the stars, I'll carry you. Hold you close to my heart, I'll sing to you. Pray that all will be alright. If you fight, I'll hold you till the morning light Sometimes All your best plans fall apart Sometimes You're walking with a broken heart Sometimes The sky is filled with rain But don't you think that nobody out there cares about your pain, I'll cover you, beneath the moon and all the stars, I'll carry you, hold you close to my heart, I'll sing to you, pray that all will be alright, if you fight, I'll hold you to the morning light. I am here with you, my dear There are times When you don't think you can take it So hold my hand And if you have to I'll hold you till the morning light If you fight I'll hold you till the morning light If you fight I'll hold you till the morning light If you fight I'll hold you till the morning